Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. We'll move on to transfers then. Uh, according to Team Talk, this is Liverpool hope to have the upper hand over Arsenal when they make their play to sign mm-hmm. Fulham midfielder Jao Palina in January. A lot has been said about Jao Palina. Obviously, the report goes on to say Liverpool have already held talks with representatives of the Fulham defensive midfielder. Um, the Portuguese, I guess I meant to say international, but it doesn't, would prefer him to stay in. I don't like just the Portuguese. The whole, that's the whole terrible. Portugal, I know, that's uh, awful. The, the isn't it? And that is literally copied and pasted from the report. That's on me. Um, would prefer him to stay in the Premier League rather than move abroad. Um, his club won around 60 million. So, he very nearly went to Bayern Munich, as we saw. We all seen him dejected leaving Bayern, uh, Port of Munich, but rather. Um, yeah. 60 million, even in the round, that to me, Neil. He's 28 now, it'll be 29, but by the time next summer comes around, I don't know about this. No, I don't think they'll sign him. I, I mean, listen, they would have signed, tried to sign him in January, eh, in the summer, sorry, if they wanted to. He was available, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, 28, they signed a 30 year old. They're not going to sign a 28 year old for three times that figure um, at this stage. Look, he's a, he's, a, he's an excellent player. Yes. He's an excellent defensive midfielder as well. He's he's very much that guy that you know if you want to destroy her, you want someone to win tackles and be strong and 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 you know break up play. There aren't many better than him around in, in the Premier League at this moment in time. Um, no, I, I don't think Liverpool will be be signing him. I think Bayern Munich, you know very much missed out on a, not just him but a few others in um, in the summer I expect them to be the front of that queue um, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Liverpool or Arsenal actually I know there was there was an, um, a link with them as well I wouldn't expect either of those two to be going and splashing out no, I tend to agree. Fifty plus million for for a player like him. No, I tend to agree. It's more down to the age profile. I think if he was twenty one, twenty two, we might yeah. have a different conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, he obviously he joined Fulham you know, last summer for what twenty million, I think. Um, and there was just some links with Liverpool. It might have made more sense then. Yeah. You know, get get him direct from sport, and he's he's gone on there. You know, he's look, he's he's done nothing but further his reputation in the Premier League, and he, it's not a case of he's not good enough to make a difference to, to the Liverpool squad. But haven't gone and spent the money on Endo and we saw Klopp talking about Endo and why why Liverpool chose to sign him and you know how they how they came to to land upon him I'm pretty sure in amongst that process they would have landed somewhere along the possibility of Palinia and they've turned it down in the summer so I don't expect them to change that 
in in January. No, I, I quite agree. Um, Maximilian Bayer or Bayer. Yeah. Um, I apologise either way. Um, yeah, heavily linked actually Liverpool in recent weeks. I've seen a lot of this going around. The first time I've really addressed it to be honest, because it felt initially like one of them that might sort of come and go. But as I say, it has hung around. Um, Florian Plettenberg is the latest to touch on it early on this week. Um, mentions Liverpool's interest. Mentions a release clause of thirty million euros. This is for the summer as opposed to January. Many top clubs interested, and as I say, his name has been doing around quite a lot. He's twenty-one, and he also goes on to say he will definitely leave Hoffenheim next summer. So interesting one in terms of his profile. Very much a centre forward, played a little bit on the left wing, but we are talking a very little bit. Six goals and four assists in the Bundesliga. Liverpool have a decent track record of signing lads from Hoffenheim. Yeah, it's right centre so, forwards as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we saying about this one? Yeah, well, listen. Look, I want to keep an eye on. I think you know that, that I can't. I can't profess to know anything about him as a player. He hasn't. He hasn't been one I've seen play. Um, but if you're 21, you're scoring goals in the Bundesliga and, and you know decent level. I know it's not six goals and four assists, but you, 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 you're doing okay in, in double figures in, in in goal contributions in the Bundesliga in a in a side that isn't one of the powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm would be amazed if. Many top clubs aren't sort of keeping an eye on on his progress. I mean, the interesting one is that he's just centre forward. You know, obviously Liverpool have committed very much to to Darwin Nunez. They've obviously got Cody Gakpo pushing to, to start games and actually pushing pretty hard at the moment. Yeah. I think in the way he's been playing, um, you've still got Diogo Jota, of course, there. But it is one, isn't it, that five your five forwards. You know, I think adding a young one in there mm. wouldn't be the the craziest decision you know you've seen as soon as Jota gets injured all of a sudden it does feel a little bit more tight around around those forward areas so maybe maybe yeah you know if you could add a young one I know Ben Doak's emerging as a as a wide player but if you if you're talking about a forward you know a centre forward to, to come on it might it might be one that does it especially if you've got a release clause yeah. that makes it easier to do but I think I think Liverpool won't be um won't be the only club who are noticing a young player scoring goals in one of the one of the top European leagues. No, absolutely, yeah, but I think you're right. I think it's one of them. With that release clause of thirty million euros, Liverpool and indeed other clubs will be looking at that going, he's a brilliant prospect and he might only cost us what's that, twenty five million quid, give or take. So yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a no brainer if he is indeed as talented it's, as I mean, it's listen, it's still a lot of money, isn't it? Is, yeah. Twenty one twenty one year old, you know, it's 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 certainly an unproven player, but I think it's one of them that I watch him brief and just see how he how he's developing and if yeah. he if he's got the skill sets, you know, I think to play for Liverpool you'd need to have certain um, characteristics. I think mm. probably being a bit versatile might be ideal actually. But um, if you score goals, if you've got a bit of physicality, if you can press, if you can you know link the play you'll be in Liverpool's hitting zone definitely absolutely yeah I um, want to touch on one more um, and it's not really a transfer but it is and it isn't in essence um, Joel Matip's injury has brought about more questions regarding defensive reinforcements essentially but before we go into that there's obviously a lot of talk about his future out of contract at the end of this season as we know Jurgen Klopp addressed it briefly in his press conference mm-hmm. basically putting it on the owner's toes and saying yeah, give him a new yeah, deal yeah. or else um, what did you make of all that? yeah I mean I, I, I thought that yeah, he put it on the owner's toes a little bit um, it would be it would be sad because he's going to be out until after his contract expires you know mm-hmm. probably September you're looking at earliest really aren't you nine, nine, eight, nine month recovery period for for, um, for an ACL and then obviously it's probably you're looking at maybe a month or two after that even before you, you're ready to play or yeah. something to start games so it would be sad and disappointing from from you know 
the whole perspective really both from the, the players perspective but also from the, the Liverpool fans that Joel Matip's sort of last moment was limping off mm-hmm. or being helped off at, at Anfield in a, in a game in December um, the suggestion would be I suppose would be a, a year's extension wouldn't it and let him complete his rehab and hopefully get back to, to playing in, in that period obviously I'm guessing the terms would reflect the fact that you know he's not he's not a starting player or he's not you know he's not available to start at the, at the beginning of that contract so I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if it was to happen um, I think Klopp said to Nisa we'd do the, the decent thing or the right thing the right thing yeah the right thing um, yeah if they don't then they, they haven't you know, they have, they've done the wrong thing haven't they so yeah, um, yeah I think the manager would if he had his way I think Joel would get a new contract for the yeah. year at least Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yeah, I think there's a lot of heart in that. Um, but there's a more ruthless side to all this, isn't it? Because, you know, 32 now, yeah, 33, yeah, by, 33 the time. by the time he's back. Yeah, yeah so next year, yeah. Business-wise? Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and to be honest, take the injury out of the equation, I wouldn't give him a new contract if he was fifth now. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Liverpool, no, that, that's, that's your sort of that's your ceiling of him I think it's a little bit different when he when it's a, you, yeah. you're sending a player out there that's gotten you know you, you, you're talking maybe six months without the club you, you're condemning him to uh, he's got injured on obviously representing your club so I think maybe the, the heart element to it might might override the logical sort of yeah. business sense but I don't think it'll be like a, it's not going to be a four year contract on you know 150 grand a week it's going to be more of a you know let's say it's an appearance based one or a you know a, a, an incremental one that look if you get back and you hit these targets then I mean we'll, we'll give you the reward accordingly but I think maybe it's just a little bit of a security one for, for Matip that you're not going to be on the scrap heap at 32 you know looking around after coming back from an ACL thinking right where's my next club Um 
but it's, yeah, it's it's terrible for him, him yeah, more so because he was playing well. Obviously, he he was one of the sort of surprise packages of the season, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, myself included, felt he'd reached the end of his shelf life, and he hadn't. Mm-hmm. And then just when he sort of back established as you know first choice yeah. centre back, he, he gets that in in a nothing challenge as well. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. It was his shirt um, for the for the most part yeah. recently. He's been absolutely outstanding. And again, <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Uh, I felt like we might have seen the best of Joel Massive, but he continues to defy um, yeah. logic, essentially. Certainly when he comes back with injuries, <laughs> yeah. he's outstanding. But yeah, I think you're right. I was being a bit tongue-in-cheek. I think he does deserve that new contract the club should do right by him absolutely and at least allow him to sort of get back to fitness get up and running again and what it does also lead to is the question about January of course because I think I wasn't expecting him to get a new deal either regardless of his form potentially I always expected him to sort of be allowed to leave I think the injury does change that slightly but there was always a question about do we then go and replace him that would have been in the summer now the talk is January. There's a couple of interesting elements to this. Of course, you can enter the market. And there's also a conversation around Reese Williams, who is yet to play for Aberdeen yeah. up north of the border. And Nat Phillips, who has just started playing recently, but he's not in the best of times. No, he had a disappointment one at the weekend, didn't he, with the, with the own goal. Um, yeah, I think Jürgen's quotes were, were sort of instructive, really, on, on Friday, wasn't it, before the Palace game? He, he said, yeah, you know... In the, in the ideal world you just go and buy a, a top class centre back but who's going to sell us one in the middle of the season it has to be the right player blah 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 that's what we've been saying really on, on shows you know if you can bring forward one that you were going to buy in the summer and he's suddenly available and, and there's no there's no um, there is a chance that they will you know we, we always say it going into January it's a tough market and it's mm-hmm. blah 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 but you can you can find them you know Liverpool have done it many many times in the past where they found a player in a tough market you know yeah Van Dijk, Coutinho, Luis Diaz, Cody Gakpo, um, Daniel Sturridge. They've done it many, many times. So that's the, that's the challenge this time, I think, is it, you know, is it a player that you want for the long term that's available in January? I, I would, unless more players go down injured and you get to the stage where you've only got one or two fit centre-halves for months, I don't see them making a sort of a, a stopgap sign and where they go, oh, let's go and get Ozenka back. Mm-hmm. Um the Williams and Phillips ones look they've done it before obviously <laughs> without being cruel if you're not getting an Aberdeen's team at this moment in time and Aberdeen are not having the best of times themselves mm-hmm. what what help are you going to give to Liverpool at, at that stage you know it'd be a massive ask for Reese Williams to spend six months or five months on the sidelines yeah. up in Scotland and then come in and be ready to play Premier League Europa League latter stages games Nat. I think that's only till January, isn't yes, it? His, yeah, his thing. So that may that's probably more likely to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And the way his career has panned out, you wouldn't bank on him. You know, you also you wouldn't bet against him coming back and being man of the match in the Europa League final or <laughs> something like that. You know, he just seems to have those kind of weird um, turnarounds. Yeah. I'd, I'd be looking at Williams coming back and then going back somewhere else on yeah. loan, um, as opposed to going into the first team, Phillips. If he was coming into the first team, I think it would just have to be very much emergency cover because mm-hmm. he's been he was there at the start of the season and Liverpool let him go out on loan. Um, he hasn't played too much since. He's obviously not long term Liverpool's plans, yeah. but at least he's at least he's got the game. I think to just do a job for Liverpool. I yeah, think, I think Williams Williams clearly. You know, needed the loan to go well, and he's had. Unfortunately for him, his last three have gone pretty poorly. You know, he's had Swansea, he's had Blackpool, he's had 
Aberdeen. He's not really had much luck with any of them. So I think he needs he needs to go and play somewhere else at this moment in time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And just finally on this, if it was on you, what would you be doing in January? Would you I get, I'll buy, no, I'd buy one. I'd buy a new centre-back. I'd, I'd be, listen, I'm sure Liverpool will be across a lot of situations who, who might be available. I'm sure they'll have a list of, of centre-backs that they feel is are good enough. I'd be, I'd be working through that list and trying to find one that's available in January, most definitely. I, I think... I think they're short. I, I think they were short. You know, Kwanzaa has helped in the start of the season massively because he's emerged, and I think you've got to give him the credence that yeah. he's potentially a, a, a first team player. But you look at the options they've got. Jurgen can say they've got four centre backs, but one of them's playing right back. Mm-hmm. One of them is has played two Premier League games, and and obviously Kanate is is a player that's a huge upside, but also a downside that he doesn't often play. A long run of games, you know. He's, I think he's only met twice, reached six for Liverpool in a row, six starts. He's had problems this season where he's had to be withdrawn from France squad. He's been uh, pulled up in a in a warm up over in Toulouse. You know, he's had he didn't hasn't started games. I mean, he didn't start at the weekend, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the the four that you've got can quickly become two or or less. Um, so. I would buy one personally yeah. and I think it would make a big difference to Liverpool and also what the other thing is it matter frees up a space in the squad as well you yes. can take him out of the, the Europa League squad and the Premier League squad now without it being you know an absolute affront to him you know he's not going to be available for the rest of the season so you've got the space there to, to do it if you have the opportunity and I think I would be doing everything I could but I say that every January and you know no, I'm, I just, I'm just me no I agree with you um, for what it's worth yeah I'm in the same boat to be honest and the Canardi stuff especially sort of raises that for my liking because it looks like Liverpool are managing his minutes now more than ever to be honest um, like we had to do with Matip previously hello everyone I hope you've enjoyed that brief section of my conversation with the amazing Neil Jones on transfers some very interesting stuff in there I'm sure you'll agree and as you can probably tell I tend to agree with him on the centre if you'd like to watch or listen to the rest of that show, head to redmenplus.com, sign up as a captain or a legend, and you'll get all the injury talk, all the fixtures talk, and a little bit more transfer stuff included as well. And you'll find out what Neil likes most about Christmas dinner. What's not to love there? Take it easy. I'll see you again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.